No pressure, but you are looking at the first keynote speaker on October the 28th for our ABD Expo culture shift. He is Patrick Reynolds, the CEO of Crosslink Consulting. No pressure. How you doing? Great. Great. That's not tomorrow, so I'm feeling great. It is not tomorrow, but it is approaching rather quickly indeed, and we're so excited about it. It's actually an all-day conference with breakout sessions. Uh, we actually have about 14 uh, speakers, and we'll try to run through uh, some of them as it fits within the context of what we're talking about. But I'm also really excited about who you personally know from Colorado that you're bringing in to help with sort of the five pillars of creating a good culture. Well, this this is such an important, uh, and I am excited to be the, the first of those keynote speakers um, because it, I'm so passionate about what it has done in our business, mm -hmm. um, how different the culture is at Crosslink. And so um, it's a delight to go to work each day, to be surrounded by a team that, that embraces and that lives out the culture that we've grown and built and nurtured and continue to shepherd. Um, and I met this gentleman, Declan, at the same conference where I first began to be empowered to change our culture. Um, and even in the interim, even going from where we're at today, uh, listening to Declan and learning the, the techniques that he's going to present for us, um, that that's even a, a bigger game changer. So just the last two years of culture building or really three years of culture building at Crosslink, um, the new tools that we have that Declan's going to teach our audience, um, help us go that much further and that much deeper in, in getting the right culture. So the first pillar is uh, kind of listen generously. What does he mean by that? Um, we tend to not do that. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's a learn. I think that it's a learned technique that we all need to do, especially if we're in a position of leadership or in a position where we can influence culture we tend to listen to see if we agree about something or not. We tend to listen first to see whether we have any points that we want to argue or whether we want to clarify for that person's sake. Anyway, there's a lot of there's a lot of ways that we listen <clears throat> where we don't first begin trying to understand what they're they're trying to convey. We listen to people not so much for what they want to tell us, but for how we agree or disagree. And if we can shift that, if we can learn that about ourselves and we can take a second to really listen to that person and understand it first, that will change the way conversations take place, especially in the workplace, but it goes beyond the workplace too. Yeah. To, to home for sure. And you mentioned, uh, listen generously. One of our, um, other speakers in the breakout session is Jeremy May. So are you familiar with PowerServe? Uh, they're near near where our podcast studio is here at Augusta Podcast or downtown PowerServe. And they have a creative environment, and it's critical. I mean, they're bouncing ideas off, and they, um, they value each other's opinion, and they just feel like if they had all the input at the end of the day, the product will be better and people will feel valued. So I think that's 
I think that's definitely important. And you got to listen, but you also got to hit somebody between the eyes and, and kind of give it to them straight, Declan says. Yeah, that second pillar is speaking straight. Um, and, and there's a each one of these, uh, our audience is going to learn, each one of these has more than just the obvious surface, surface mm-hmm. benefit. It has a few other facets. Um, with speaking straight, uh, what I see a lot is people don't want to speak up because they're afraid they don't have anything to contribute or they're afraid mm-hmm. they might offend someone. So speaking up is part of that speaking straight as well. And then candor is so important. You as an organization can't reach your potential if you're relying on the smarts and intelligence of one guy. You need a team and you need all those people to be willing to speak up and speak with candor for the sake of the mission. Mm. You can't just throttle down because you're afraid of, you know, I really realize that person is messing up here, but I don't want to say it and be abrasive or offensive. So being able to, for the sake of the mission, speak straight and use candor. And then I think a third and major point to that pillar is you have to take responsibility for the impact. You don't just get to speak straight and drop the mic and, hey, they know how I feel. You know, now it's up to them to do something with it. No, you, you definitely have to own the impact and be sensitive to what your speaking straight is going to do. Ah, fair enough. We're, we're also going to have some straight talk at our conference because so much a part of what good culture is is diversity and listening to other viewpoints and so forth. And um, we have an AU professor and owner of SMR Leadership Solutions, Stacy Roberts, who says, it starts with me. What can you do individually to help um, make sure that Everything is inclusive, and and to that point of uh, inclusivity, uh, Ann Campbell of Walton Options um, is going to talk about inclusion works and hiring people that are very much abled, even though they may be physically disabled, and that that's all that's all part of culture and part of two the third pillar, which is being for each other and um is that is that cheerleading on someone's success is that what that means it really has synergy with those first two pillars all of them but it really has synergy with those first two pillars um when you can listen to other people in your organization and you can believe that they're going to listen to you and they're going to strive to hear you and you you have confidence that they're going to speak up and speak straight. Mm-hmm. That third pillar of being for one another, uh, it's a major game changer. Um, when you can, you're, you're not, especially as the, the leader of a company, you're not going to go in there, typically, you're not going to go in there and, and sit somebody down and, and speak harshly to them or speak with candor to them just to get it off your chest. At least let's hope that our business leaders know and, re- and, and have overcome that propensity to do. Um, that doesn't serve you. So what serves you, of course, is when you have those critical conversations that you are um, focused on the end goal and you're, you're working that conversation for the best for that person, but, of course, for the mission of the organization. 
and and you're you're using that feedback that you're giving people for their benefit. Mm-hmm. And if you're if you're speaking for them and you're being for them, maybe you even need to remind them, hey, this is going to be hard, but I'm saying this for your benefit. I'm saying this because it matters to the mission that we're doing. Then that person hopefully can begin to listen to you generously and that they can begin to give feedback with candor, but they can also hear your heart and what you're saying to them. They can listen with the sensitivity that you're not coming at them, but you're speaking for them and they're going to be much more able to hear your message. And, and again, that goes far beyond just the workplace. Mm, And that's building trust. It sounds like that you can be vulnerable enough to be, to your point, speak straight and listen enough that you learn that I guess it's understood on someone who's receiving constructive criticism that it's coming from the right place. And that's part of it for sure. Um, you know, we when we were thinking about speakers uh, for our ABD Expo, which is October 28th, and it's uh, abdexpo.com for a full list of speakers, we came across the Glassdoor um, rating system. And right. I know you've met, You've met one of the company leaders, or organization leaders, I guess, at Christ Community Health, Ron Skinas, right? right? Mm -hmm. Meeting him, you probably would think that the culture's really great. Yes, very much so. Yeah. And I'm excited about his topic because talk about being for each other. Small gestures can be big encouragers. Wow. That's fascinating. But you know that makes sense. It, it it you mentioned sometimes it it leads beyond the workplace into the home. You know, someone once told me whether you get your wife a new car or a thing of flowers, it's one point, right? You've earned one point. So it's probably the same in the workplace. You know, hey, thanks for helping me the other day on that project. Just a, I guess, a pat on the back, encouragement. Um, hard to say. Yeah, I think each person is going to receive that a little differently. Um, thinking through how that applies to what Declan's going to speak about, there is that fifth pillar, which is acknowledgement and appreciate. Um, so that goes hand in hand, right? We, we as influencers of our company culture, um, if we can give the right acknowledgement, that goes a long way. Kind of like yeah. that gift on your anniversary, it's yeah. it's going to have a lot more impact if you get nothing than if you get something small but meaningful. Sure. So that that small but meaningful anniversary gift, I think we can all relate to, or many of us can relate to, that's impactful because it is appreciation and is acknowledgement and that the lack of it is felt because it was expected on that day. But our work environments are a little different. So we do have to be creative in how we get those points, earn those points. But it shouldn't just be, we shouldn't certainly shouldn't be keeping score. Mm-hmm. But each, each person and each person's personality has a different need of acknowledgement and a different um, love language, if you will. So getting some people gifts as an appreciation isn't going to be meaningful to them. So just simply that pillar is, appreciation and acknowledgement, 
but it is up to you, that influencer of culture, to understand that person's what's going to be meaningful to that person, whether it's a word of affirmation that can go a lot further than movie tickets as a gift. Mm -hmm. But for the next person, it may be the gift that matters to them rather than the words of affirmation. Absolutely. Um, We're going to take a little moment and have our audience uh, watch something for 30 seconds. Uh, Patrick made his television debut recently on a News 12 promo highlighting uh, the Augusta Business Daily Expo. Take a look and we'll discuss. Creating great company culture is hard, especially since March 2020. It's why Patrick and I are hosting a full day conference we're calling Culture Shift. The benefits of improving your company culture can't be overstated. Our speaker from Colorado will be teaching the five principles of team collaboration. We'll have breakout sessions on servant leadership, unique benefits, diversity, and more. Enjoy lunch from Fat Man's, door prizes, and vendor booths. Visit abdexpo.com. That's abdexpo.com. What did you think of being there and and kind of doing a little bit of uh, of the filming? I know you haven't seen, uh, you've just seen the, the finished product, but just your thoughts about promoting the conference and such. Just generally speaking, um, I'm an engineer, right? I get to hide behind that moniker to mm-hmm. some degree. But as an engineer, I really don't want to be in front of people. I really want to be behind the scenes, organizing things and building structure. Um, so, so much of my mission is what has called me out from that server closet, if you will. <laughs> But it is about serving people, and it is about doing the work that the Lord has gifted me to do and he's called me to do. Uh, And that means, as you all have seen, uh, getting in front of a camera um, to really help businesses recognize their need to improve culture, their need to own culture and curate culture, because I know the impact that that will have in the life of the business owner, the life of the business leaders, the life of the employees, and the life of the people that they serve. Mm-hmm. So it's a delight to see that come to fruition in this um, TV spot. And we hope as many people as possible will will join us again on, on October the 28th. And in that 30-second promo, we did speak about Declan and such and one of the other pillars that is very important um, for the collaborative way movement, if you will, is honoring your commitments. I wonder how many people this will will resound with. Um, I, I guess I've, I've grown up with a a fairly significant Northeastern influence with um, my dad being a Yankee from Jersey and he and his family, they all speak straight, but mm-hmm. they don't really own the impact like I've talked about earlier. Um, but they they tell you exactly how they feel about you, and you know it can be abrasive. So when it comes to honoring commitments, I think a lot of the way that I've expected people to honor their commitments comes from that um, aggressive and slightly abrasive approach, which is, You've, you recognize there's a need here, and you've said that you're going to get this done by a deadline, and I'm going to 
sort of sit back and see if you're going to succeed or fail. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to watch you and I'm going to critique you and I'm going to evaluate you and I'm going to watch with a bit of skepticism. Mm-hmm. and I'm going to be ready for if you fail to point out that failure. Hey, look, you know, you're going to have to come in and work the weekend because you said this was going to be done before Monday. So, you know, tough. Um, but again, keeping the end goal in mind, which is the mission of the organization needs to come before my ego, certainly. It needs mm-hmm. to come before... Um, a lot of things that are going to stumble is causes to stumble, causes to trip up. So with that employee, for example, who makes a commitment, this idea of honoring commitment takes a new spin on it, which is you, the person who receives the commitment, you must also do your part. You both own that commitment. That's a giant paradigm shift from the way that I've done it in the past. I'm going to watch to see if you fail, and I'm going to pounce on you if you fail so that you don't fail next time. But this idea of honor and commitment is, you you know, you're not removed from the responsibility or the chain of custody, if you will, when mm-hmm. they commit to have it done. It's your job as the receiver of that commitment to continue to touch base. And when that gut feeling comes, and it always comes, that, it looks like this deadline is in danger or in jeopardy. Mm. You don't get to say, well, let's see if they fail. Let's see how they do here. No, you need to go and support them. You need to say, we said Monday. How's that looking? What do you need from us? What do you need from me to make sure? And do I need to go to the stakeholders and tell them it's not going to be Monday? It's going to be Wednesday. So sharing that commitment is a new paradigm um, that comes directly from the collaborative way, one that I'd never heard, never heard anyone else speak about. Mm. And it's a game changer, especially to the way that I personally have handled commitments before. And I think it's going to be impactful for our audience as well. And Declan will not only um, be one of the keynote speakers uh, on the main stage in the morning, but he will stay for two other breakout sessions. And will they be similar uh, I don't know if you've spoken with them. Would it be similar be to his similar. keynote? They're going to be mm-hmm. similar. They're going to be con- deeper into some of the points, and there's going to be interaction, which there won't be much interaction from the keynote. It's going to be a stage presentation versus uh, a smaller group, um, 50 to 75 people, and an interactive breakout with Declan. And earlier, of course, uh, Patrick did mention the fifth pillar, acknowledge and appreciate, and I should acknowledge Sally Roberts, who was the former HR director for Morris Communications for more than a decade and just one of the most favorite people that I, I came into uh, contact with when I had uh, 18 months of service over at Morris, she is actually going to speak about employee recognition, which is another way to acknowledge and appreciate. And then the ladies from the Gateway uh services business company is going to continue um, a discussion they did with the chamber of commerce several months ago called beyond benefits uh, building value through creative compensation so i'm just going to rattle off a few things that they say works or has worked in certain companies just to see if that's something you would ever consider Uh, they have worked with companies that bring in a masseuse to do a 10 minute chair massage. 
Um, and, and sometimes the company pays, and sometimes it's just a benefit that the employee hands a $10 bill. Would that be a good thing? Would that, could that be disruptive, or do you think that's a good thing? I, I think anything that helps that employee know that they're valuable to you, uh, that's a benefit. That's going to have impact. Yeah. The other, um, some other companies that are uh, fairly large, they would hire a concierge. So that if Interesting. if you had to go pick up prescriptions or dry cleaning or some kind of errand, things dropped off, there's one person that kind of is a runner for everybody. Sounds delightful. And it could increase productivity significantly. Right. I like that. And, and they're going to do one of the breakout sessions. They've got dozens of these that you may not have ever thought of. But I think that is so critical in both hiring and retaining employees now. Uh, yeah. So many times it's, you know, the, the employees left to fend on their own and they've got to muster up that mission and they've got to muster up that drive. And uh, it can have a lot of impact if uh, a company is rewarding and being inventive in the ways that they reward and incentivize. That's right. So that I can't wait to hear their ideas. Well, thanks to Patrick at Crosslink Consulting as our presenting sponsor with assistance from Amplified Events. We have a wonderful landing page with pictures of all the speakers and the times so that you can kind of carve out your day on October 28th. And it's abdexpo.com, abdexpo.com. And I'm so excited about Thursday the 28th. Me too. Thank and you, sir. Thanks for having me this sure. morning.